Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am so excited to have you here today listening wherever you are in the world. Oh, welcome, my gorgeous queen. Oh, today is a good day to have a good day because we're talking about all things, how to follow God's call on your life and know what it is and just have some clarity in life. I think this time of the year, it can feel like a lot of things are happening as the year closes. Maybe you are starting to think about what your New Year's resolutions are going to be. Maybe you're starting to reflect on just what's been going good in your life, what's been going not so good in your life, what you're passionate about, and what your purpose is. I think that's a really common question a lot of people think about is like, why am I here? So we're going to talk about that today from a biblical standpoint. I'm going to share some of my life advice and how I got from being a college student to working a nine to six corporate job to now having my own business in the fitness industry and podcast space. So we're going to get into all the things. I'm going to share some stories that really, I truly hope inspire you, motivate you, and all the things. Before we get into today's topic, we're going to start off with our weekly self-check-in. So think of this like a time to just really ground yourself, see how you're feeling, see how you're doing, and all the things. So wherever you are, just take a nice deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with so much goodness, so much love into your beautiful body. And then exhale, just letting go of anything that's been holding you back, any tension, release it with your breath. All right. Now that we've slowed down a little bit, ask yourself, how do I feel today on a scale of one to 10? 10 is I am amazing. I'm thriving. One is we're not doing too hot. Follow-up question for you. Ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened. Maybe nothing happened. Just getting some clarity here and getting real with yourself. Now, I want you to ask yourself, what is something that the best self version of me would do right now? Maybe it's how you're talking to yourself. Maybe it's a habit that you know would make you feel really good. Or maybe it's just, I don't know, having something in your life that's a little bit more creative. Next question is I want you to ask yourself, have I hydrated my hot bod in the past 30 minutes? You know the drill. If you listened to the show before, go ahead, grab your water. We're going to hydrate our hot bod in three, two, one. Cheers, my gorgeous queen. I have my little... Pilates princess cup if you're watching this podcast. It feels so weird to be like, are you watching this podcast? So strange. I'm recording this if you didn't know this. I'm like videoing myself and sometimes I video, sometimes I don't, but it just, you know, it's kind of weird. But moving on, (laughs) moving on, moving on. Next question is I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you haven't, stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing, and then sit back down. Okay, final question of our self-check-in is I want you to ask yourself, what is one area of my life that I can grow in? Think about it. There's so much room for potential growth in so many areas of our lives. And that doesn't mean you're doing a bad job. It just means where can I, where can I continue to flourish? Okay. Something that I really want to take into 2024 is an abundant mindset, a mindset where I don't believe in being stuck, in being plateaued, just in continuous growth and continuous learning and really tapping into 
the purpose that God has on my life. That is something that I am really desiring. I think I will get more into this in the actual topic, but something that I'm really realizing is the power of our tongue, the power of the words we speak over ourselves. I noticed that I was for several years now saying to myself, this is stuck. This isn't growing. And I was genuinely speaking that out into the world. I was saying that as my truth. And as a result, it manifested itself into actually being stuck. And so just I'm trying to challenge myself to rewire the narrative because in Jesus, in God, there is no stuckness. There is no plateau. The Lord is abundant. He is our provider. He is our gyra. And that is something that I am really desiring to take into the next year is to stop listening to the enemy's lies telling me that it's not growing. That's a lie. It is growing because the Lord, if it's the Lord's way, if it's his will, there is no room for stagnant growth. And so that's my little my little first just point, I guess, of the day before we get into life updates, but that is something that I'm holding on to and I've been learning recently. Okay, let's quickly do updates and then we're going to get into the topic because as you can probably tell, I'm like itching right now to talk about the topic. This is something I have, you guys, today has been a very busy, social, amazing day. It's one of those days where like I had so much to do, but I ended up just hanging out with friends. <laughs> just like, okay, I'll tell you what happened. So I got my hair done this morning. And if you're watching this, you can see I did the Scandinavian root on my hair. And basically what that is, is they take your little baby hairs and like paint bleach on the hair and it's on your face. And the question some people have asked me is, did it hurt? <laughs> yeah, it kind of tingled a little bit. Almost felt like a lip plump or gloss, but on my forehead. I was a little nervous my skin would freak out, but it actually is fine. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but it looks really good and it's supposed to look like the sun kind of kissed your baby hairs. And I love how it turned out. But long story short, this morning I went to get my hair done and I love my hairstylist. Shout out Amanda if you're listening to this but she's amazing. I know she reads the newsletters. I don't know if she listens to the podcast yet, but I will send this to her anyways. She's amazing. If you live in the Stewart, Florida area, definitely go check her out. She told me that I'm the only person she'll do the Scandinavian hairline on. I think she was a little nervous because I apparently I can like fry your hair a little bit, but she did a great job. My hair does not look fried. That being said, and her all ta- her handle, I'll just shout her out really fast, is my hair lady Amanda. She works in Stewart, Florida, and is literally so fun. I love her. We're actually like friends, which is super fun. I've never I've always had like good relationships with my hairstylist, but I feel like I've never been like friends with my hairstylist. And so that's really cool to have that the relationship. But I had that this morning. It was super fun. I feel like I was in a little chatty mode all morning. And then I ended up coming back to the house and my next door neighbors actually grow exotic fruit trees. Fun fact. And so I wanted, John's been in his little gardening phase recently. And so I was like, what can I get him for Christmas? Because, okay, can we just talk about how boys are low-key challenging to shop for? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to get him a a stereotypical boy present. I want to get something that's meaningful. I'm a very like meaningful kind of gifts person. So I was thinking about what would John like? He's been in his little gardening era recently. And so I texted my neighbor. I was like, hey, Julia, do you have any fruit trees I could buy from you? And I ended up going over there 
She gave me a papaya, which like if you live in Florida and your neighbors give you fruit, you know it is it is a it is so fun. It's like Florida neighbors give you either fresh fish or fresh fruit from their trees. It's super cool. But not to get sidetracked, I went over to her house and we ended up having a super long conversation for probably two hours about Jesus and about just all things just the spiritual realm and just things happening in society. And I hadn't really had a super deep conversation with her ever before. And it was really cool. And so we hung out for a while actually. And then I ended up getting a lychee tree, paya tree, and a pineapple plant from her. So that was really fun. And then John and I made, or we opened the papaya she gave us um, from her tree. And it was literally so good. Probably like better than the Costa Rica papaya I tried, to be honest. It was so good. And then after that, I had a call with a friend who, if you listen to last week's episode, I think it was last week's, I was kind of having a hard time because John stopped working with me. He's pursuing music, what the Lord's calling him to. And so I've been running this whole thing by myself. I have a couple people who work with me, but Aside from that, I pretty much do everything. And so I was freaking out because I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do all this? I need a team, all this stuff. Really cool story because one of my friends, I've worked with her before. She actually texted me the same day that John was called away from the business, that she was quitting her full-time job, pursuing freelance. And I was, I didn't know at the time John was already, was going to quit. And so I was like, oh, like if I know anyone, I'll let them know that you're you're doing this and gave her some encouragement. And then long story short, I had a call with her today and I'm pretty sure she's going to come on and do a little freelance stuff for me with marketing, email marketing, SMS marketing, all those things. And I'm so excited because she's a little wellness girly, super cute, love her. And our friendship's actually really cool. That's a whole other story. But then I hung out with my friend and got coffee (laughs) right before this. I feel like I haven't stopped talking today. I feel like it's been a really fun, just social day. I love it. I'm all about community. And now I'm here just recording this. And then tomorrow I have, I'm really excited. I have a naturopathic doctor's appointment. This is a whole other little side note, but I was diagnosed about a year ago with high insulin resistance from some blood work I did. I don't know if I still have it, praying I don't, but Anyways, I just have had some weird like acne stuff for several years now. And I see, since I'm super into holistic wellness, I see anytime there's a physical manifestation of something, I believe it's a root, there's a root cause to it. This goes for our mental health stuff. This goes for physical health. I believe there's always a root cause or a why behind it. And so I wanted to find a doctor who actually wanting to figure out, okay, how can we truly heal this? How can we identify the root? How can we not just slap a bandaid on it and just continue to give medicine, treat it, and not actually figure out what's causing this? So that's why I'm going to a naturopathic doctor. We're going to do all sorts of blood work, see what's going on, and I'm really excited. So if you listen to a couple episodes ago, there's one on the body mind and spirit with Mackenzie Marsh. And so this is her doctor she recommended to me. And that episode's actually what sparked me wanting to go to a doctor like this. I've wanted to go for years now and I just have never found someone. So I'm really excited. I My appointment's at 8am tomorrow, about an hour away. So I'll be waking up very early to go to that. And I will keep you guys posted how it goes. But I am seriously so excited. And 
Oh, I'm trying to think of any other updates. Wow. Christmas is coming up so fast. Like where did time go? You guys, I feel like I literally, it was just Thanksgiving. That's so wild. But anyways, I am going to Texas for Christmas. We're going to John's family's ranch. We're going to drive with our dogs. It's like 16 hour drive, which is honestly very long, but we've done it before. And I love road trips. I'm a road trip girly. And I'm really excited and I'll keep you guys, I'll keep you posted on how that goes too. I feel like there's lots of things happening. I went to the beach yesterday for the full day. I went surfing finally. I saw a dolphin like five feet away from me and it was so cool. And I feel like that's, that's kind of all the updates. I mean, there's so many more, so many more, but I I, want to get into our topic. Let me know if you guys like the updates. Sometimes I'm like, am I just talking about myself for too long? Anyways, let's get into this thing. Deep breath. God's calling on your life. I actually was driving home from getting coffee with my friend and I was praying. I was asking the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to talk about today on the podcast? Because believe it or not, I waited to the final moment to record this podcast. It is currently 7-11 on Tuesday. Podcast drops tomorrow and Wednesday at midnight. And I was like, I want this to be a meaningful podcast, something that truly helps someone. And I know the Lord, he is so cool. He puts these episodes in front of the people that need them the most. And so I truly believe that if if you're listening or whoever is listening, that this is going to truly help someone who's maybe struggling to figure out what their calling and purpose is on their life. And I'm not going to provide you the exact answer because it's one of those things where I think I can tell you like, I can tell you stuff. But end of the day, a lot of it comes down to really just sitting in prayer with the Lord and listening to him. And I mean, sometimes he reveals things to us in dreams. I mean, wow, he can speak to us in many more ways than just prayer. But I really think it is asking God, like, God, what is your calling on my life? And choosing to listen to him. I think that's something that can be really hard is choosing to truly listen to his call, even if it doesn't necessarily make sense in the moment. So I'm going to just quickly share with some scripture that I think is going to give you a lot of peace if you've been feeling a little bit just kind of like overwhelmed lately. In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame, but shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you, God, for you, Lord, are good. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful toward those who keep the demands of his covenant. For the sake of your name, Lord, forgive my iniquity, though it is great. Who then are those who fear the Lord? He will instruct them in the ways they should choose. They will spend their days in prosperity and their descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. My eyes are ever on the Lord for only he will release my feet from this snare. Turn to me and be gracious to me for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. 
Look on my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. See how numerous are my enemies and how fiercely they hate me. Guard my life and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, because my hope, Lord, is in you. Deliver Israel, O God, from all their troubles. Wow, that is some good stuff. I... I flipped to that verse or that chapter and I thought it was a really just incredible way to kick things off because if you saw in verses um, verses four through seven, it's almost like it's you could literally pray that to the Lord. It straight up says, show me your ways, Lord, teach me your paths. The first place to start when figuring out your calling is to straight up ask the Lord, Lord, show me your ways. Show me, show me your purpose for my life. Asking the Lord that and then being open to receiving what he says. I love the verse about how he says, uh, where is it? He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. The humble. This is something that I have actually been very very, very humbled recently is that the I, I, if you've done this before, you know, I asked the Lord to humble me about two weeks ago and oh my gosh, he humbled me. But it's so real. Like when, when we're humbled, I feel like we're so much, we're way more receptive to what the Lord has in store for us. We're way less me, 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 my ways or the highway. It's it's so much more. I'm open to you, Lord, what you have for me. Show me, guide me, Jesus. And that has really been something that I have been experiencing in the past few weeks is just that humility, realizing that as much as I want to be in control of my life, I'm just not in control of my life. I mean, if you want to argue that, like look at look at our earth for a second. Take a moment and think about it not to freak anyone out, but we're tiny. We're tiny. We're on this little floating rock in the middle of space. And there's so many more things out there that are way larger than us. And yet we sit here and, and get so stressed about when things are not working out in our control. And I'm just like, if you really think about it, we're really just not in control. And I think it's, I was, oh my gosh, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, it's so funny to me that I try so hard to do everything in my power, but then, and I'm like, why is this not working out? And then I'm like, almost like trying to like push against the God who created this whole entire world and universe and me. And I'm like, who am I to sit here and think that my ways are better than his ways? And to think that I know more than he does when he straight up is the God of the universe. And I want to just go into another another chapter. I feel like we haven't done a podcast in a while where it's a lot of scripture. And I know you, I know you really enjoy the scripture. This is the book of Job. I know that some people, someone listening is more new to the Bible and maybe isn't familiar with it. So Job is in the Old Testament of the Bible. And just a little backstory on Job they actually, there was just a movie that was released kind of, I think it was telling the story of Job slightly. I forget what it's called, but I think it just came out. And anyways, basically what happened is Job was this really righteous man. He had a lot of, he had a lot of good things going for him. And he was very, very righteous. He was a great, he followed the Lord and 
had a great relationship with the Lord. And basically the enemy wanted to see if he would, I think it was curse the Lord or go against the Lord when things weren't going well for him. Anyways, long story short, it's basically Job got tested. A lot of things were taken away from him that he had. And the book is him and his friends having a conversation. And even in the thick of all of the just Job lost like his kids, they got killed, a lot of livestock, a lot of a lot of his wealth was taken away from him out of nowhere. And he was also sick at one point too. Like a lot of things were not going his way. And it's really cool because in this book, basically the final chapter is my is one of my faves, or the second to last chapter is one of my faves because after all the conversations between Job and his friends, his friends aren't giving him great life advice. God finally steps in, speaks to him out of a storm, a literal storm. I'm just going to make sure I fact check myself there. Yes, the Lord spoke to Job out of a storm, out of a storm. And I just want to read the, let's see. I want to read this. This is the Lord speaking to Job. And this just really puts things into perspective for me on how really God is the one in control of our life. This is Job 38. Then the, Lord, then the Lord spoke to Job out of a storm. He said, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb, when I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place? When I said, this far you may come and no further, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place? Then it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it. The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light and their up wait and their appraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. And it just keeps going on and on and on. And the Lord is just spitting fire. He's like, I'm the ultimate creator. And oh, one of my favorite things in this is um, 3841. Who provides food for the raven when it's young cry out to God and wonder about for lack of food. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Oh my gosh, he is the provider. So I know I've I've read a lot of scripture and I want to just, I mean, the Bible is the straight up truth. You can listen to me talk all the time, but the Bible is where it's at. And 
I, I can just repeat it like a broken record. God is the provider and he knows your future. He knows he is like, he already knows the number of days that you're going to be alive. He knows your life. He knows you so deeply. Even if you feel like you're not close to him, the Lord knows you and he wants to know you more and he wants to have that relationship with you. And this is a whole other conversation, but so often when we struggle to hear from God, we're like, God, where is he? I feel like I can't hear his voice. The Lord is not ignoring us. The Lord pursues us. He loves us. He wants our relationship with you. And I think a lot of times when we don't feel like we hear him, it's because we're actually doing things that block his voice out of our lives. Distraction, looking for a quick fix, looking for a quick distraction, distract something to take away our distraction or our boredom, our phones, constant busyness, constant worry. I think so many of these things can really hinder us from hearing the Lord's voice. And so I challenge you to, first of all, figuring out your calling, figure out what your what your big dreams are, big purpose for your life. Even, even we can take this to the level of what are my goals for the new year? What what is what is my purpose for 2024? What are things that I want to pursue in 2024? I mean, I think it's instead of just building a vision board that's based off of your own desires, your the things that you think that you need in your life. Like, I think the most powerful vision board would be just straight up ask the Holy Spirit, show me what paths the Lord wants me to go down this year. Show me what the Lord has wants me to do this year and to put my focus on this year. Show me what goals the Lord wants for me this year. And then sitting there and just listening and seeing if anything pops into your mind. Maybe going somewhere where you feel like you really can be connected to the Lord. Going like for me, it's always the beach, going to the beach, going to somewhere in nature where I just feel stillness. Maybe if you live in a busy environment and you feel like there's constant noise everywhere, putting in some headphones, noise cancellation, cancellation headphones, and just allowing him to speak to you. Maybe he'll speak to you in a dream. I mean, I think a lot of dreams are prophetic or have, they have meaning behind them. Maybe he speaks to you through a podcast or through a song or through someone else. Maybe he speaks to you through a book. Whatever it is, I know when you ask the Lord, he hears you. If he doesn't respond within 30 seconds, doesn't mean he won't respond. Continue to press in, continue to ask him questions about his goals for you, where he wants you to go in the year. Be like, Lord, I surrender 2024 to you. I surrender my life to you. Jesus, show me where you want me to go next. I want to please you, Jesus. Humble me, Lord. I come to you in humility. I know that your ways are better than mine, Lord. Coming to him from that, from that place, from a humble heart, and I think it's going to be a lot easier to hear him. Something else that has helped me in terms of kind of figuring out clarity on where I'm going, where my goals are, where I should take my career, all the things, is looking back to myself as a child and seeing what my passions were. Where did my, where did my, even my talents, where did they lie? So for me as a kid, I was really into writing. I would write little creative books all the time. I have actually a trilogy I wrote about this figure skater named Bryn and I would illustrate it. I would write the stories. I loved writing. 
Fast forward, as I was in college, I actually did pursue a major where there was writing involved, but not really like super creative writing or tons of creativity. I thought the public relations would be really creative. And then, you know, there could be some jobs that are more creative, but for what I was doing, it was a lot of, okay, write a cookie cutter pitch, pitch it out to journalists, mark it off, follow up and repeat. And there wasn't a lot of, okay, let's make this super fluffy and creative, you know? So anyways, I found myself in my job actually struggling a lot with focus and I would take Adderall trying to help myself focus because I didn't want to lose my job out of school. And I haven't really shared, I might have shared this before, but I struggled with it. I would take Adderall pretty much every day in 2021 and I would grind my butt off. But it's funny because I found myself not needing Adderall or having literally no challenges focusing when I was teaching Pilates or when I was working on something that was graphic design related or when I was writing creatively. (laughs) And so it started to make me think. At first, I thought I had ADD. I genuinely believed I had ADD. I was like, you know, I it makes a lot of sense why sometimes I struggle to focus in school. It makes a lot of sense. But the more I thought about it, as I grew in my faith with the Lord, I realized God doesn't mess up our design. He doesn't mess, he doesn't mess up, period. He is literally perfect. He did not mess up the design of my brain. He didn't wire something wrong. He didn't cause me to have issues focusing. That's not how he designed me. I know that God designed me for my purpose and that I'm not going to have issues paying attention for more than, I don't know, 10 minutes on what I'm designed to do. And it's so interesting because <sighs> it's the whole other thing. It's so interesting to me. I've noticed a society tries to make us fit a very specific mold and as a child going back to the what do you like to do as a child question before we start in school a lot of the times a lot of people I know were really creative children or they loved to build they loved certain certain things for me it was writing it was creativity all those things but then in school I have a very specific story oh my gosh this story is crazy apparently in kindergarten We had a homework assignment that was to color this picture and you had to color inside the lines. And my dad came in the room and he was, I think he asked me like, oh, like, how is it? How's it going? And I was like, oh, like, it's so hard. Coloring is so hard. My dad was like, coloring's hard? What? And he asked me, why? Why is it coloring hard? And I said, because you have to color inside the lines. I can't color outside the lines. And I think that that is such a metaphor for our culture nowadays. Oh my gosh. Like if you really think about it and look at it, I'm not saying the school system is all bad. I'm just saying, I think it really tries to force us to be a certain way and to fit a certain mold of a human. And then school prepares us for, for jobs in the corporate world. I mean, in college, It was all catered towards what was your nine to five job going to be? It was very catered towards moving into the corporate world. And here's the deal. There are people that I know were designed for nine to five jobs because they love them. And that it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like not everyone, everyone's designed differently. Right. But for me, when I was out of school and I was in this corporate job, I was literally like, 
I don't feel like this is my purpose. I literally am struggling to focus. I have to take stimulants to focus. And I don't think that's how God made my brain. I don't think he made me for this. I don't think what he is calling me to requires me to take these stimulants to succeed at it. Long story short, I got off Adderall. And what do you know? I can focus really well. I can focus on what I love to do. And it's teaching Pilates. It's recording a podcast. It's designing things. It's all the things that I loved to do as a kid, maybe in different things. I also loved as a kid to teach ballet to my friends. I love teaching. And now that's what I do. So moving on a little bit, something that helps me, like I was saying, is to figure out what do you love as a child? And then hanging on to that because the Lord put that in you for a reason. He put that love, that desire in you for a reason. And if you're feeling confused on your purpose, I would just seriously go back and see like, what did I like as a kid and pray on it? Ask the Lord, is this where you want me to go? Is this desire you put on my heart as a kid? Is this the path? And then see, and then, and then just let him, let him speak to you. Um, moving on a little bit, I want to talk about fear, fear specifically in following your purpose. So now the Lord has put on your heart what he wants you to do. And you're like, okay, Lord, you have put on my heart that you want me to, let's just use an example, be a teacher. Okay. So you're like, okay, I think he's calling me to be a teacher, but I also have this other thing (laughs) where I can make, let's just say, hypothetically, $200,000 a year. Okay. The teaching job, let's say you make $50,000 a year and you're like, oh my gosh, well, this other one you make a lot of money. It seems like the better option, all this stuff, right? So I'm going to just quickly share a story about how I went from making $40,000 a year out of college to over tripling that. And this story, I, I'm not sharing it to brag or to make myself put myself anywhere. Like this is literally all the Lord. I worked really hard. Don't get me wrong, but I know the Lord made this happen for me. And so Basically, I was working that job I told you guys about and I was miserable. I, I genuinely was like, I was taking Adderall every day. I felt like a robot. I was also wanting to build my business in fitness. And so I was really working hard on that too. This is in 2021. And come time to the new year rolls around and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to launch this online studio. I've never had a successful launch before and I'm going to follow this this book I bought, the launch plan and see what happens. Before you know it, I launch it and people sign up. So many people sign up for it. More than I ever expected. And all of a sudden I'm like, this idea comes into my mind of like, wait, this could actually happen. This could be a thing. I may not have to be stuck in this corporate job forever. It's kind of dramatic looking back. I'd only been there for six months and I was like, ah, anyways, I, I offered everyone a free month. Okay. So I offered everyone a free month out of the gates and I wasn't sure how many people were going to convert as actual paying members in February. So I also, at the time, my social media was growing very quickly and I started to have brands interested in doing brand deals with me. And so all of a sudden they have this talent agency approach me and they're like, we want to sign you for a six month trial period and see where where this goes. There's potential that you could make X amount of dollars doing this and we want to try it with you. And I was like, okay, cool. 
So fast forward, it is now February and, or no, it's almost February and I'm just like drowning in my job because now I'm doing the studio full, the studio I'm running and also doing all these brand deals, building the social media, all the things. It is getting to be so much and I'm just crumbling, you guys. I was recently, I had just been getting back into my faith at the time. And so I had this devotional that I'd read every single day. I've talked about it so many times on this podcast. It's called on, it's called Live on Purpose by Sadie Robertson. It is so, so good. There was a devotional that literally talked about leaving your job. And the verse that it had for the verse of the day, turns out my dad was studying that exact same verse in his Bible study that week. I didn't know that at the time. But the day before, John and I had looked at my bank account to see if it was even possible for me to leave my job. And we figured out like, okay, I I do have savings enough to where I can leave my job. If everything just falls apart, like I would be fine. I could get another job. So fast forward, I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to follow where I feel like I'm being called to. And that was in fitness. And honestly, at the time, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I didn't actually ask the Lord. I might've, I feel like I didn't really sit there and see if this was what the Lord was calling me to. I think like deep down, I just felt like it was, but looking back, I would have spent more time to really make sure it was, I would have asked him, but I think that that, I mean, he, the Lord works everything for good and truly, even if you're like, okay, well, I took a leap of faith. I quit my job. I don't know if God actually wanted me to do that. Like, just trust that he still has your best interest in mind and he is still going to turn it all for good no matter what. But I will say if in that situation, you might be like, well, if that's the case, then why can I just do everything I want to do and not worry about it? But it just goes into like the Lord has amazing things that he wants for us and in store for us. And it's like the analogy of holding a tiny teddy bear and you think it's everything, but behind you is Jesus holding this massive teddy bear that you could have. And it's like not turning around as a result, you're missing out on something that's even greater and even better. So I think about that analogy a lot. And going back to my story though, I quit my job and literally everything, it just worked out so beautifully. I was all of a sudden I was able to really financially support myself. I was doing what I loved and it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine forever. I eventually ended up parting ways with that talent agency. And I had a couple of months where I was freaking stressed because I was making no money from brand deals. And I was feel like I was drowning and barely surviving, barely able to support my lifestyle. And still the Lord provided in really cool ways. Even in the times when I was like freaking out about money, I received a check in the mail from my grandmother for a very large sum of money. And I was about to move to New York City at the time. And I was making barely over how much I would pay for rent each month at the time because I was making no money in brand deals. Anyways, I received this check that allows me to have the, it was the amount of money that I usually was making from brand deals. It was the month that I had made no brand deals and I received this check providing for me. And then I had a video go super viral and it like over doubled my studio. And as a result, I didn't have to rely on the brand deals every month anymore. And it's so cool to me because I know this is like sound like a prosperity gospel, but truly, truly, truly like the Lord, oh, he just will always provide. And maybe it doesn't mean like an abundance of money at all times. He provides like peace in our life. He provides joy in our life. And I believe that even if you're going after a calling that makes literally minimum wage or going after a calling that makes no money at all, like he's still going to provide for you in really cool ways and he's still going to support you. 
I have a friend that felt the Lord tell her, stop buying clothes. I will provide. And anytime she's like, okay, like I kind of want to get new clothes. She'll have a friend reach out and be like, oh, like I'm about to donate clothes. Like, do you want some? Like this literally happened. I, she was at my house and I was like, I didn't know this at the time that she had, like the Lord told her this thing. And I was like, oh, I'm like, you know, these clothes, like, do you want to like look through them and see if you want anything? There's some like cool, like workout clothes and stuff. And she was like, oh my gosh, yeah. And then she told me that after the, after the fact. And I was like, that is so cool. That's a testimony that the Lord straight up does provide. He does keep his word. Even if it doesn't happen in five seconds, like he still keeps his word. He is still faithful. And this is a verse. I'm going to read some more scripture that I received when I was like very stressed out about John leaving my business. Actually, I'm going to first read another scripture that I found that I love. It's Luke. Oop. It is Luke um, 12, I think. Luke 12, 22. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body is more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? Oop, I just lost my spot. You of little faith. <laughs> and do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Wow, that is literally powerful stuff. So the point being is it's really easy to want to be low-key selfish and go after what we think is best for us. It's really easy to want to be greedy, to pick the job that makes more money. It's really easy to want to go after the things the world tells us is success in our careers, in our goals. It's easy to want to go after the superficial things. It's easy to want to go after approval of other people. But ultimately, when we pursue the Lord, when we pursue his will for our life and surrender to him, that is when we truly reap the fruit. That is when we truly, truly will get, like, like this Lord says, his kingdom. It literally says, your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. How cool is that? So I challenge you from this low-key long ramble of a podcast. I challenge you, my gorgeous queen, to surrender to the Lord in your calling, to surrender to him in your goals. Remove self from them. The Lord wants to take care of you. It doesn't mean just completely you stop taking care of yourself, to stop doing this and that for yourself. The Lord wants to care for you. But I think it's important to really ask him and press in like, God, what do you want 
for my life? What do you want for my year? This is, I'm also talking to myself here. I'm not going to sit here on the mic and be like, I'm perfect. I do this. I already am amazing at it. Blah, blah, blah. Like this is something he's really convicted me in recently is truly surrendering that control and seeing what he has in store. So I'm right there with you, my gorgeous queen. And I'm going to finish off with a scripture that I is truly just Okay, wait, there's two more scriptures. I have so much scripture for you. I hope you're enjoying the scripture. This is Ecclesiastes 11, 10. So then banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body for youth and vigor are meaningless. Do you hear that? We can straight up banish anxiety from the heart. So if you are feeling overwhelmed and anxious about the unknown, about what's next in your life, banish that anxiety. Tell it, anxiety You are banished from my heart in Jesus' name. Banish it. Make it leave. We have that authority through Jesus. And then also cast off the troubles of your body. If you have any troubles, straight up, be like, get out in Jesus' name. Spirit of infirmity, leave in Jesus' name. Spirit of blah, blah, blah. Cast it off. And then invite the Holy Spirit to fill those spots in your body instead. So there's no empty room for anything else to come in. And then the final scripture I'm going to read and finish off this podcast with is Isaiah 41. And this is what the Lord showed me when I, when John left and I was freaking out. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Be silent before me. Oh, wait. Um, Hold on. It's a little blurry. I'm just going to skip down to 4110. Here we go. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. The Lord is helping us. He will strengthen us and he is always with us. That is my encouragement to you as you go about figuring out your calling for your life and your goals for this next year. I hope you love this episode. I hope you loved our little, our little scripture. I feel like it was low-key a Bible study kind of vibe. And speaking of that, if you love more, if you want to grow in your faith and you want to be surrounded with community of other people who are also working on growing in their faith, I have a group chat. You can join below. Super chill, super fun. People from all over the world. It's really no pressure at all. Everyone's like, honestly, we're all in the same boat. And that is something that I'm recently been learning is like end of the day, no matter how long we've been in our faith, no matter how much we hear the Lord or whatever, like we are truly all in the same boat. And I think it's easy sometimes to feel self-righteous if you feel God, if you hear God all the time, but it is important to be humble because there is self-righteousness is, it's not true. We're all, we're truly all equals. And we're all humans just navigating life together. And yeah, I really hope you liked this episode. Let me know if you loved it. If you do love it, tag me in your stories on Instagram at Healthy Be Human Pod. I'll be sure to repost you. Show me where you're listening. I love seeing you guys tag me. It's so sweet. And also if you have any questions, you can always DM me as well. I will see you next Wednesday. Have the best day. Stay sweaty. Also, if you want podcast merch, we still have it. I will link it below. It is the You Are Loved hoodie. And yeah, have the best day. I will see you so soon. Bye, my gorgeous queen.